Jesus, if you're willing. And Jesus is like, I'm willing. So it's not a question of God being willing. He is always willing. But will you lay hold of the key of his kingdom so that he, his will can be done? Or will the enemy torment you so much and display things before your eyes? Make you feel things in your body, in your flesh, so much so that you choose the unbelief that Satan's kingdom presents. So as we go through this teaching, I want us to don't even engage condemnation ever. Don't engage guilt if you're, if you're working it out. This is why we have God's word to show us, to lead us, to guide us. To work it out. So what the enemy does is when a teaching like this is going on, he begins to bring condemnation. You're like, oh, but I believed God for this and it didn't work. Are you trying to say I don't have belief? Please don't engage that. The enemy just brings something to trigger you so that he can remain in control of your life. So we are going to be going through this journey leading up to the conference. And I want I believe to be up there. It's a journey we're all going through. This is supposed to challenge us, and this is supposed to spur us into our own responsibility. Our responsibility is to lay hold of the key, right? And so we won't be blaming God. Oh, God, you are unwilling. God, you did this. God, you love other people more than me. God, you weren't there for me. That is exactly what the enemy wants to present God to us as. Somebody who is not willing, who is not there for us. But if we understand our own part, all of this, but the kingdom realm of God and the kingdom realm in darkness is waiting on us to lay hold of the key that they are presenting. And so if you feel guilty about this kind of revelation, just know it's not of God. I want to give you an example. Suppose you want to get a house. When you want to get a house, you want to get a mortgage and all that, you have to go to the bank and do all of that. Your financial advisor looks into your financial details and is like, oh, you got to get your credit score up. If it's down, you, you'll be unable to purchase that house, right? If giving that guide by your financial advisor, will you sit down and begin to feel guilty? Oh, I messed my credit up. Oh, I don't have my credit up. Will you just sit down and be feeling guilty or will you be upset that your financial advisor is telling you, the steps you need to take to get your credit up so that you get the bank loan to get your mortgage? No. You go on and begin to put certain things in order. You begin applying the principles needed to get you to a place of victory, which is to purchase that house. That's what you do. So imagine this scenario now. If your friend came and began to tell you, he tells you that, oh, your financial advisor does not understand your situation because yours is peculiar to all those who have encountered this kind of issue. Yours is peculiar. Are you going to listen to your friend and not work on your finances to get the mortgage? You know, because your friend will come in and make everything all emotional, right? Make you feel good about your situation and not challenge you to help you get to a place where you can actually get your mortgage. Your friend loves you, but your friend is not equipped to provide for you the victory you need. So 
Are you going to follow your friend's sweet, soothing advice which keeps you in the same spot? Are you going to follow that voice? Or are you better off listening to the voice of the person who has the knowledge to provide a way for you to get your house? Exactly. So in this case, your friend that is trying to encourage you with those sweet voice and sweet words, your friend is not the demon, but the thing that the friend is saying, even though it's soothing, as long as it keeps you in that place of stagnancy, then it's definitely that demon wanting you to be comfortable in not having victory, speaking in the voice of a friend, unfortunately. Wow. Unfortunately. So humans are not the problem. Demons, however, are the problem. But they don't have a body. So they're going to speak through someone. Remember, I told you guys about the case with Job when Satan went to the courts of heaven. He told God that if you put this infirmity on him, Job is going to curse you. And the same thing he said, Job's wife told him when this calamity came upon Job and this infirmity was all over him, his wife looked at him and said, curse God and die. The same thing Satan said Job would do. And that was not by coincidence either. It was not Mm. by coincidence. Because a demon won't come and you're like, ooh. When that demon was throwing the guy up and down, when the demon saw Jesus, everybody was looking at that boy flipping, flipping all over the place. They didn't see the demon. So they don't have a body and they will use a voice. And again, I want to make it very clear. Using scripture, remember when Peter and the disciples were with Jesus. Jesus asked them, he said, who do they say I am? One minute Peter was moved and led by the Lord, the Holy Spirit, and he said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus said, flesh has not revealed it to you. It's my father that's revealed it to you. So now, Peter was speaking in the voice of God. In the same breath. In the same breath. When Jesus said he was going to be crucified, he's going to die on the cross, and all of that, Peter was like, no, don't do it. The same person that was speaking in the voice of God, Jesus looked at him and said, get thee behind me, Satan. If you are Peter, won't you be confused? You'd be like, wait, one minute I was the best thing since sliced bread. (laughs) I was a carrier of the word of God that had not been revealed to any man on the face of the earth. Among all the disciples, I was the only one that God chose. I am the chosen one. Man, in the very next breath. Get thee behind me, Satan, so I can be used by God and I can be used by Satan. Uh, Peter was not God and Peter was not the devil. But because we're humans and Peter has a body, we can either reveal God or reveal Satan. So that's what it was. Thank you. <laughs> that is why we have spirit talks with Nadia. Once we have the understanding of how the spirit realm operates, we will not be hating people all over the place. Because even the best of us can be a voice of God, and the best of us can be a voice of a demon, unfortunately. 
Because God wants to do his great will in your life on earth. And trust me, in the same way, Satan wants to do his great will in your life on earth. So understand it. I was going to say, some people say that people give Satan too much credit. I don't think they give him enough credit. You can say that again. It's just, see, scripture says that my people perish for lack of knowledge. Mm -hmm. We need knowledge. Once you understand, you know better that I need to just stay in the lane with God. That's why Nadia, you know, why Jesus had to tell him truth. He told the father truth. He had to reveal, you know, the word is light and the word is life. And so he had to reveal that to him. Yes. You know, you believe, you know, you can do anything. All things are possible. That the word of God is like a revelator. Yeah. And that's why we, you know, at the end, it says only these things can be cast out with prayer and fasting because it's all about dying into the flesh and being in the spirit. Yes. And, and, um, because the key is belief. That's, that's the spirit part of it. And the word is like, you know, like the keyhole, they work together. Like we have to have the word. We have to have that knowledge of the the authority Mm -hmm. and the power of what we carry. And, um, and Peter at that time, he didn't, he was young. He was still learning. He was still a baby. You know, he saw wonderful and things, but you're right. He was so back and forth, back and forth. But yeah. in the end, he learned. Yeah, when he got emotional that this amazing lover of his life, the savior of his life, this mighty teacher was going to die. It was all emotions. And demons thrive in that. That's why I was talking about the friend. Sorry. What did you say? I was just saying, oh my gosh, like agreeing 100% with what you just said about demons thrive on emotions. I'm sorry. I was just saying, oh my gosh. Yes. So just like I said earlier on that the financial advisor is there for you. He's telling you the truth. He's showing you a way to get victory and get your house. But your friend might come and say, oh, why is he making it feel like, oh, your credit is going down because you're not handling your finances very well? Does he know you have so many responsibilities? Does he know you're responsible for all your family members? Does he know that you're not a trust fund baby? Does he know that you didn't have any inheritance? Does he know that you had to pay your tuition? Does he know that when you saved up, you became so sick and you had to pay for your medical? How will he be making it sound like you're not a responsible that is all emotions will that get you the house though will that get you the house though so understand please understand just in the name of jesus i command every deaf and dumb spirit to get out of everyone listening today so that we can all understand how the spirit realm operates so that we can get a true knowledge of the workings that the spirit ram does and how Jesus clearly through Peter showed us that one minute you can be in the spirit and the spirit of God will reveal to you a thing. But you can get into emotions and be used by a demon who wants to keep you in the same place. So don't listen to the person trying to work on your emotions. Telling your friend some sweet stuff is good. But 
give them the truth in love. Scripture says there's a scripture that talks about having a very sweet tongue. Have a sweet tongue and tell them the truth so that they can get the victory. Always, I'm just encouraging you. Everything is taking place in the spirit realm. You would think that when Peter is saying that, oh, you will not die, blah, blah, blah. If it was me and you'd be like, oh, Peter loves me so much. God, can you hear Peter? Just listen to Peter and don't let me die on the cross. Peter loves me. But Jesus didn't see that as love. He's like, I'm going to pay the price for you and you and generations after to have victory. So your emotions don't help me at this point. Am I going to get victory for you? That is the assignment. But he didn't explain that to Peter. So even Peter would be like, man, I don't even understand this teacher. Like he just elevated me before everybody as I speak the words of God and the next minute I'm Satan. So I want us to get into the spirit and be aware that we consciously must step into the spirit and make agreements with what the Lord is saying. So just like your financial advisor is showing you the way to get that loan and acquire that house, you begin to step up, right? You start applying the principles so that you can get your victory. You won't sit down in condemnation. So when you hear a message like this, don't sit in condemnation. Get rid of that spirit of guilt and unbelief. Get rid of that spirit of condemnation that comes to you. Get rid of it and press in. Begin to see Jesus Christ is the way. He is showing you the way. Don't allow the enemy sell a lie to you that you cannot be healed, that you cannot recover, that you cannot prosper, that you cannot be delivered. Don't believe his lie because if you believe his lie, then you're holding on to unbelief. You have latched on to the key that unlocks the kingdom of darkness over you. Their plans will come to pass because you have chosen unbelief instead of belief. God says that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. The word says that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. So you aren't even doing it in your strength. Just believe and live beyond the physical. You know, I often wonder if faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, then basically you and I are committed to and called to live a life whose evidence is not seen in the physical realm. Can, do you understand that we're supposed to live in a life that nobody can actually see externally, believe for that future, that expected end, when nobody else in the natural can see it. And scripture says that your faith without works is dead. It's an active substance of heaven that you bring to earth and it begins to activate the kingdom of God in your life. It is living faith. A faith that is active in heaven lands on the earth because you believed. You brought it. And so he says that without works, your faith is dead. There is no life to it. So in heaven, there's this being that is alive and active. And in that realm, everything is perfect. Everything is as it is. As you say it. As you decree. Jesus God said, let there be light. And there was light. Let there be. In that kingdom, you say it and it is. So you and I have been given the keys to activate this being 
from heaven to come to earth and become active on the earth because you chose to unlock it here. A faith that is active in heaven lands on the earth because I believed and I brought it. So what can stop you now? What can stop me now? When you agree with God and his kingdom and you bring that culture and that active element of heaven into the realm of the earth concerning a situation, what can stop it from being and what can stop heaven manifesting on earth when we say your will be done on earth as it is in heaven? You bring the substance that causes the will of God to be done as it is in heaven. Don't forget to listen to our podcast because there is a limitless supply of God's spirit that wants to reach you. And I pray you're a willing vessel to listen and also share and see that God's truth is released upon those you love to see breakthrough in the lives of those you love. And I encourage you, please grab spirit, spirit, spirit. You need this book. I don't want you to miss the detailed truths the testimonies of God's tangible presence moving in your life that you may not have seen until you are able to engage this and see them clearly outlined for you. So I encourage you, grab this book for yourself and your loved ones and take the time to read it. God bless you. God's face shine upon you and have just a beautiful day. I love you so much. Okay, have an awesome day. Bye now. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.